is true, culinary, this is what's behind the scenes. Cooking in the kitchen, that big money where we eat all oh. Is hungry me brethren? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to another episode of Rags to Dishes. <laughs> that was Bubba Gump. <laughs> as with me as always is your host, Max Richter. How we doing, guys? And we tried to get this man in here, but I took a huge L a couple weeks ago. But Tuba Tim Brennan also with us. We got more money than Davy Crockett. (laughs) And this is our Jordan episode, number 23, guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. The goat. Hopefully it's a slam dunk. (laughs) Oh, my God. Dr. J put him on his second team. (laughs) What up? Dr. J put him on his second team. Jordan? Yeah, apparently there was a big kerfuffle. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And, like, didn't LeBron not make the team? Embarrassing. It's because there was no black and white photos of him. <laughs> He's exclusively oh, a Technicolor. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Let's reel it in, boys. I got. I got. Before we even get into rags of dishes and we talk about, can I be introduced? Service industry things. Dan Cotter, how we doing? Okay, Dan Cotter, welcome. Me. Thank you. You killed anybody out, out of the park with the who's hungry. Don't forget it. But guys, you guys are both in the industry of the. Uh, Lovely green leaf. That oh, one. the Chiba? Yeah. We are both true Chiba Hawks. Yes, yeah, so let's not mistake that for working for green So, uh, <laughs> yeah, of course not. I went to a dispensary in Massachusetts. I'm not going to say which one. Oh, I'm sorry. Shout out Massachusetts I actually had a pretty good experience there. But so I was waiting online. This was today, oh, actually. I hate it when people say that. And guess, like, I was just, like, kind of taken back. Is they playing like some reggae music out there and I'm waiting to get on. And I'm it looking, checks out really and, hard. And I'm looking around Whoa. me and bro, I'm not even lying. Out of the 20 people online, four of them had Blue Lives Matter hats on. Wow. Ooh. That doesn't surprise me at all. Like it's what sucks the most like about working in the cannabis industry is like libertarianism. You're part of like the shittiness <laughs> of like, oh, weed, <laughs> weed has been made legal for like rich white people. And yeah. when we both worked in Newport, we had like an ex cop <laughs> that was like one of the owners Nuts. or like higher ups at the dispensary. And he openly like laughed and chuckled about how like arresting people. For yeah. Me. He put people away for what he's like. They put it in money. a promotional video. Yeah. He was like, yeah, yes. arrested some of the people who come in here. You arrested one of the growers. Of yeah. So oh it's totally God. trife being a part of that. Like, so I'm not surprised to hear that all those fucks are like. Out there, especially in Massachusetts. Massachusetts is like sneaky fucking. It's not. It's not that sneaky. If you ever buy anything weed related online, the next thing that's going to get suggested to you to buy is fucking tactical gear. (laughs) Just NRA. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. They're like, well, you like you like shit outside the law. You must love guns and blending into uh, shit. Boot shit. So I'm working for Bolt Coffee Co. Again, the goats of coffee and. One of my coworkers Shameless sent me plug. sent me this uh, Instagram of like this coffee company in like Colorado that is like really into guns and they're just like into guns and coffee and it's so oh. bad and there's like a fucking picture of someone like ripping a shot of espresso with like an M60 in his hand and it's just like oh my fuck oh, so cringe really dude. terrible tuba those Javalier commercials are going wild. <laughs> 
my guy Tuba. What up? Let's talk about the establishment. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's oh, what right. we're supposed to be doing. Whatever. I mean, unless you guys want to go on for like some more. And uh, now we don't have any more. We can some bullshit more, some more bullshit later. Speaking of waffles. Yeah. Oh, what? Dude. The Great transition. Machine. Somebody somebody tried to make an egg waffle once and forgot about it, and it was in there for like <laughs> two hours. Jimmy? I think it was Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jimmy. Wait, like it was like, just like scrambled eggs or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And it came out, and it just looked oh. like that, uh, like that, you know, foam sealant stuff, like that yellow shit. It just like hardened <laughs> into this like really weird, like unearthly it, substance. It gets that. like eggs when they get overcooked get to like a really gross like green yeah, gray color do. like a seafoam like green, have you ever have color. you ever like gotten an egg sandwich from a place and like you, you got worms you, <laughs> no like you hey this is an episode of futurama <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. and you didn't know don't be and you didn't know but like they microwave their eggs and then you take a bite into it and it's like blue yeah i mean that used to happen like uh when I worked at the Mist, because there are some places that microwave eggs. If if you bake eggs too, and you like what? Over bake yeah, them. yeah, it'll happen. Like a frittata or something. Okay, I for some reason my mind just went straight to like whole eggs on a sheet pan, <laughs> and I was like, that's crazy. You know, yeah. one time I remember working at the ch- fried chicken place. We were all like wrap within bleh, with the saran wrap. We were like wrapping our shit up at the end of the night, and someone wraps the eggs, and it's just like, nah, man, God wrapped those eggs. <laughs> okay. Is that a bar? Like, what is, I mean, I got 16 more. I saw an orange at the supermarket that had been peeled and then put in a plastic <laughs> container. I, I was yes. the, the angriest yes. I've ever been. I was like, <laughs> it's wearing a fucking jacket. Do you, guys, so do you guys ever shop at Dave's? Dave's uh, is pretty legit. Dave's, Dave's is, is legit. But oh, the I, thing about Dave's is like they have, you can buy things like in weird quantities. Like you can buy like one, uh, like, leaf of lettuce instead of like a whole head really and one time i went in there and they had you can buy a set they had wrapped up it was it was it was a third of an orange that was just wrapped up and for sale a third of an orange wow damn so alternative how do you uh get the nickname tuba um i bet it's a sick story yeah i fell off the block island ferry and i had to fight a kraken and it was your only weapon like some sort of gigantic How Lovecraftian of you. No, I blew it Like together. a sousaphone? <laughs> oh. So you just worked that tuba? Yeah, I found something go. on the bottom of the, on the ocean to use this reed, and then I just blew that fucking crack into death. And, no. you know, when you got hired at the establishment, and I was, like, told by Decot and Shea Boy that uh, your name is Tuba, I thought you were going to be, like, this big fat dude, and uh, you're not. Yeah, it's never been that way. Well, that just reveals reveals your you know prejudices. I mean, how you feel about sousaphones? <laughs> Don't be talking to me about the brass section, okay, Dan? <laughs> All right, Tim. Okay. Back to the establishment. Who's the dumbest employee you've ever worked with? Present, <laughs> present company excluded. Okay, let's get straight to the good shit. Who's the dumbest motherfucker that ever worked there? All right, can we think of any nominees? I shouldn't have to. I, I don't I know mean, if I want to they're say they're all Burger King era. I don't know if I want to say any <laughs> yeah. names, but like, there's one story from someone who burned me when I, when I fronted them, which happened several times. Oh, just people just this. quit or just never showed up again. Yeah, well, that happened. was that. Was this person uh, in any way similar to like Earl Childress? <laughs> Where, like, no, 
I don't think it's the same person. I feel no, so it's... bad for any of our listeners that haven't seen True Detective. <laughs> wait, wait, but My family go, I, re- I remember what you're talking. I remember no, what you're talking about. It was a recipe, and so in like if you get these recipe books, on the left hand column is all the ingredients, and the right hand column is all the like measurements of the ingredients. Yeah. And someone was reading a recipe, and there was a a word that dropped down from the left column to like make a longer sentence because it didn't fit yeah. and it was uh, lengthwise. And Oh, I remember this. Someone, you know, I didn't think it was like necessary to fuck with them, but like, or like, like that it would work, but they were like, oh, the lengthwise, it's in the walk-in. <laughs> and, you know, it's like going like, to find the fucking... Like a can of elbow grease. <laughs> like, you know, hit him with the, the old, give the, me a can hey, of elbow grease. do you know where the rice peeler is? Oh, the like, rice peeler was the one we always used, and yeah. it's the best one because, like, <laughs> elbow grease is just silly and easy to catch, but rice peeler is just yeah. funny you because you have to think, think about it. it. You're like, like, yo, what the fuck's a rice peeler? The yeah. fucking rice peeler. Yeah, and everybody is so fucking sarcastic there that you have no idea what is, like, true and what is false. Yeah. It's like listening true. to, like, OAN. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> The Oprah Network, I mean, right? <laughs> Is that O.W. Anderson? Yeah. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, so were you, how long did you prep before you were dragged into Expo? I think I at least worked prep for like a whole summer. Prep was um, your steez. What was, the, what was the most diesel meal you made while prepping? That was like, you know, when you just were like, I'm going to make pizza from scratch tonight or something. Dude, I never did remember, that shit. You never, I like I hardly ever ate at work. It was just like like to maintain. I would smoke weed more than I would like eat at work. What about that time we made French onion soup at the at the bistro? That was dope. So at there was the this bistro? there was this one oh, time. Yeah. Oh my god, that was the best shift ever. I brought a dab rig and a torch, and we got <laughs> no customers, zero, literally, like not exa- shit. Yeah. So. The bistro was like the second establishment and it had just opened and we we've, didn't get we've many talked about the customers. Bistro, I'm just refreshing because okay. we obviously right, have right. new listeners every week, bro. Of course. Of course so we do. anyway, <laughs> uh, we weren't very busy on like off nights. So we were for some reason open on Monday nights. I think it was. I think it was a Monday night. Classic restaurant night. And so like both Matt and Alex were on vacation. So I was like, I'll do it. And I'll just have tuba work with me. And we like prepped the stations and like got ready for the night and literally zero tables came in for the entire, like we were only open for like five hours or something. It was like working at Basil's again, but (laughs) but like we just stood there and we ripped dabs on the line and I made French onion soup and uh, we ate it. And that was about that. It was the sickest shift ever. How did uh, the owner like that? I don't think he knew about <laughs> it. <laughs> that was that sounded a lot like Big Nolte there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, you gotta get your head out of here. You're gonna take my badge away. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> captain's out my head. <laughs> oh man, this is like this episode's going somewhere right now. Yep, Dude, Nick Nolte, shout out. It's like half pterodactyl, half actor. Oh man. Anyway. (laughs) So uh Basil's, right? How long did you work there? I worked there for like nine years. I worked there until they closed. What positions did you work there? Um there was like really only like two positions. It was like dishwasher and then like dishwasher plus all the other stuff. 
and it just depended on how busy it was. But it was a lot like the bistro. Like there were only a couple of nights that I remember where there were nobody, like no customers. But it was a real like weird place to work. Is but that where you met Julie? Did you work with Julie there? No. Wait, are we talking? No, about- I met Julie at Caliente. Are oh. we? Ta- Wait, Julie, Julie, Jay Houch. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Slap no, it. not squeeze. I was gonna say too, but you've been to multiple places with her. No, no, Jesus no, not squeeze. Slapping Julie. <laughs> and then I had to do rim rolls times six. <laughs> she always got fucking stuck with rim rolls and would bitch Dude, about I it. Loved I would doing be like, she was sick at them though. I, yeah, she was. That's Whoa. why she got stuck with them. And I would always be Whoa. like, I feel you, dog. I hate what? doing rim rolls. What? Shut up for a second, Max. Did you just say that you love making rim rolls? Yeah. What? I don't blame him. I hated doing it, but like. Well, you, it's like a big ass fucking project and it was like super easy to set up and I'm really good at like rolling joints and shit. So it was easy yeah. and nobody else wants to do it. So you look like a champ when you're like, oh yeah, I just did like <laughs> 600 of these and people are like, what? I remember like, well, I ate a hundred. I remember when Johnny B used to do them, he would do like a bunch of them, but he would do like for every rim roll, he would make a pizza roll as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Johnny He'd just be frying pizza rolls for everyone too. Oh, I also so feel like uh, Johnny B wrote the book on like doing something bad on purpose so that you would never be asked to do it again. He's very good at that. He, he was like the master of that shit. Did you ever work with Johnny B? No, I've heard his name a bunch of times, but I know Johnny B's, but not that Johnny yeah, B. Yeah, yeah. Johnny, no, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny B. B one time, uh, this was before I worked there too. Um, <laughs> he uh, was working in the prep kitchen and he's like, to McBurney, he's like, Alex, he's like, what's an ulb? And Alex is like, what? He's like, this says I need six ulbs of potatoes. <laughs> and it was just oh, LBS. Oh my God. <laughs> That's one of those where you're just like, I hope this Jesus. is a bit. I mean, yeah. also give him a little. I don't really want to give him credit, but he was like 15 at the time, so it's you know, uh, it's not like a 25 year old, but yeah, that's true. So anyway, let's get down to it. So how did you get the nickname Tuba? <laughs> we literally sh- said that. All right, now how about this? No, I, I don't got, think I, we did. I, I got, think you I just got, said that you fought a kraken. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're, <laughs> no, yeah, you're he, right, and he blew it. Yeah, I blew it to death. Oh, that's right. I forgot that you sucked a Kraken's dick to death, and that's how you got the nickname <laughs> Tuba. My bad. Sorry. Anyway. How could you forget? I don't even know why I asked. I already knew the story. How embarrassing for yeah, me. It's, somebody wrote about it. It's called Moby Dick. Oh. Listen. listen. Oh, that's where that comes no, from. No, it was a fucking nickname from high school when I was on the soccer team. Started out as Timmy the Tooth, and then morphed into Timmy the Tuba for some reason. Interesting. Just because it was like easy to say, and they're dumb. Tuba. Yeah. So it's weird being called that, by the way. Like nobody ever calls you tuba. Yeah, because like I don't work. Here. Like Ugh. it has. You it know, it's funny. You're in my. It was like a high ten. school thing, and so like it didn't carry on past high school. Only with like. Yeah, it did. Yeah, there were people who did. didn't even know my fucking name, like my real name. You know what? Good true. Good my true. bad. Withdrawn. Actually, that's like most of the people in the world, I guess. But you know what I mean. So <laughs> I totally know what you mean. We have a big announcement. Oh, that's right. We buried the lead, ladies and, and gentlemen. I feel like this is the perfect episode to announce this news because Tuba here, I think I already said this today, but was here and I fucked up, mm-hmm. took a big L, uh, lost, Twice. lost a lot, kind of three times, two, three times. Some, the, the fire that's alarm was, technically not my fault, but um, 
Yeah, we lost the first interview. So Tuba's here again. And, uh, you know, like podcasts and like media people, they always like uh, have like some special content for people. and Try to branch out. We are. Uh, are we going to play a game? We're getting on OnlyFans. We're and talking exclusive content. That's exactly what we're talking. Exclusive 10. And I've seen your crack. Yes. The first thing that we will be releasing on that is the first eight minutes of us talking to Tuba a couple of weeks ago before what? the fire alarm goes off. Yes. It was uh, the beginning of the lost episode, Forever Lost to Time, and Forever will be our greatest episode. One dollar a month. And that's all it takes, folks. Yeah. One Chicago way. There'll be much more content to come. Possible have- dick pics. I have so many old fans. photos and videos from the establishment. It's going to get disgusting. Phone. It's going to get debaucherous. There's going to be forms that need to be filled out. There's going to be consent. Yeah. There's going to be libel suits. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. So go subscribe. Crush that like button. Hit I us with them dollar. tips. Yeah. You do have a dollar. Yeah. Dollar a month. And you know what we got for you? Exclusive tent. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Exclusive tent. <laughs> you can hear that. It's a, a good band name. Exclusive tent. Exclusive tent. Yeah. Tuba, what's the weirdest shit Schmidt's ever said to you? I've never sucked a dick before, but I bet I could do it better than you. Yeah. Alone wow. in the walk in. Alone? Yeah. Usually when he says shit like that, he's like looking for attention because he thinks it's funny. The fact that he said it alone in the walk in. How did you react? That's creepy. Um, I was like, what the fuck am I getting in here? Oh, nothing. And then I just walked Harassed? Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Dude. Now, Tuba, I'm trying to like think back to all the gold we had that I lost, but you technically have named a couple of our episodes and you're really good with the one liners. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, do you recall any of like your greatest gotums when you got someone or when someone got got that you just thought was funny? There's been some pretty savage gotums. Snatched I mean, up by an owl. Snatched up by an owl was great. Um, the one about Desiree was good. Eyes like Bambi. Eyes like Bambi. Eyes like Bambi. I mean, I'm just pumping this shit out so much, and like being at work was like so. I don't know. Like I had to do that to like get through it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like when I'm around that many people and like that kind of atmosphere, it's like it like triggers my like sense of humor. Like I just do that to get through. So like I don't remember like a lot of stuff specifically. I'm trying to think. I don't think anything's better I than just... Ford's burn on me last episode <laughs> when he wanted me to Timothy Chalamet a fucking blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking Wait, are you sick. talking about Frank? Well, oh, Timothy <laughs> Chalamet. Wow, that is so good. Oh, to be shit. honest, so, to be honest, Frank's a much better actor. But yeah. And cuter too. Who would play Sean? I kind of like want to say Shia LaBeouf <laughs> or Paul Walker. <laughs> Paul Walker. <laughs> uh, he's quiet. He's put his hair in a bun. Okay, like, frizz well, it up. Put it. Speaking in a bun. of that, do you guys remember when Jerry? Jerry, like, it must have been this like super long running thing. But Jerry had this like game slash concept. He would like talk about. The establishment, which was just like, I'm making a movie about this is kind of like our podcast. I'm making a movie about the establishment, and he would talk about who's going to play who's like, Jimmy is being played by Samuel L. Jackson. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, if you you're know, talking, that's an amazing piece of race blind casting. Janessa is being played by Brad Pitt. It would make no sense. It would just be like, well, then you're just all right. Off the rails, but random humor is not really my thing. But like Samuel L. Jackson was weirdly on point, where it's just like really good at yelling. 
yelling and being intense. Beautiful piece of race blind casting. Yeah. I don't, who, who would play Jodessa? I don't know. Someone with that wagon, though. <laughs> so. Where my dog's at? So, yeah, like a Brad Pitt actually would be like pretty perfect. Yeah, maybe. Got a Who's the guy from Little House on the Prairie? He was dragging a wagon. <laughs> yeah. It's true. He was Thank full you. of all sorts of grain. Take a fucking bow. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. That was pretty great. What you got? I told, you got? Ooh, I told someone right, like we couldn't get any takeout anymore. Like Mike <laughs> like told me in passing once that like what are you? Is this a story <laughs> with the establishment? Wait, wait, what the fuck are you, you talking about, dude? How good right, are these grapes? Take, though? Yeah, how good, good are these right, grapes? Let's take this again. What the fuck are you trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Please rewind. So I'm sure you know as expos, like in the summertime, you would just get your ass handed to you and the people on the line too, because you would have a full restaurant and then you would have a full board basically of takeout oh, on yeah. top of that. Oh yeah. Take and it was out. insane. And takeout can just come in like relentlessly. It doesn't matter if people are sitting or not, just all it takes is a phone call. It's, it's, no it's fucking ridiculous. It's no limit. Yeah, exactly. Um so in passing, because we would just complain about it, like Mike was like, well, just like, you know, cancel it for like 15 minutes or something. So you can't do it for like 30 minutes. And I was like, I'm taking that as gospel for the next yeah, time that I don't like, say that. Yeah. 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 I was like, that's wrong of you. And like it was, you know, a couple of weeks later or something, I'm just crashing and it was like shitty. And I was like, no more takeout, 30 minutes. And they were like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, Mike said so. I have spoken. Yeah. I've, I've I was like, of- I'm not taking any tickets. If you send in a ticket, I'm going to burn it. Savage, bro. I don't think I said that. I've, I also I've, appreciate I've, that McNulty call, callback I just had right I've, there. Uh, I've worked in places where like they take Grubhub orders, and if it's too busy, they'll be like, yeah, turn that off. Like, can't handle it. I, like, yeah, when we were talking about that before, I was like, I can't remember one time when we were ever like, stop takeout because I, I was mean, probably just being like too much of a proud asshole. There, you, were definitely, do there were definitely times where I was sarcastically being like, yeah, no more. No, thank you. I'm done. Yeah. I got. No room on these fucking racks over here. No room. The fucking racks, dude. Not racks. The hooks. Hooks. We were talking about it last episode. Genius idea. You said that you were taking credit for it. But. I, I don't know about the hooks being my idea. We but did I not have enough hooks. I was always just like, where do I put this shit? Gotta because you can only hooks. fit like two burgers in a bag. And every order was six burgers. So like, it was just like one fucking order is three bags, dude. You know what? Let them know. You're going to have to like stash it like an Easter egg. You'd have five and you're like, it's oh, like PTSD. the order for yeah, Robinson yeah, exactly. is under the sink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, under that sink <laughs> in the bus station. Dude, that <laughs> bus station is a fucking crusty bus station. Yeah. like Not, not when I worked. It's like a lot Clean steel, tree. baby. Clean steel. Yeah, Clean but that steel. backsplash under that white <laughs> wall, dude, it was so gross. My favorite thing about the bus station is that when... Waiters and waitresses and bus people would throw silverware into like the like the sanity, sanitizer. Yeah. It would splash across the Ugh. aisle onto the shit like that you were expoing, and you'd be like, "Thanks, Kyle. Great, love it, love that." And sanitizer. I was like, "Maybe we should put a bucket on the ground and do that <laughs> shit." <laughs> Tired of getting this blue gross water on my person. You know, I gotta say though, I don't remember. Um, the establishment ever really getting any problems with the health department. The health department oh, told me to I shave do. my fucking mustache. Really? Yeah. Well, wow. dude, they, well, like we should have been wearing beard nets like to be on health code. But like, the thing is like most health inspectors don't like hold you up to like code code. 
Right. Like, yeah, I've like been at that. very few restaurants where they, like, make people wear beard nets. And if they do, it's, like, it's inspection day, put put a beard net on. But I remember us. Shea Boy used to rock one. I remember this busting our chops for, like, uh, cooling soups. Do you remember that part? Where yeah, like, yeah, I remember because we had to, like, change over. There was, like, over one the, year yeah. that they, like, were, like, you know what? We're all of a sudden going to get really, like. Be sticklers about how fast you cool your soups, and then we had one to use person co- too many shit out we some clam chowder, and it was just yeah. like <laughs> never again. How can you prove that diarrhea isn't just like the standard diarrhea that comes with New yeah. clam chowder? You got a not. DNA test. You're basically having heavy cream soup with fucking seafood in it. You're remember, supposed to shit your pants. I remember a joke that Dave Chappelle did when he was at Peabag, and he was like, "I've been eating clam chowder for two weeks. I've just been shitting warm milk." <laughs> Just becomes like a gross. fucking <laughs> open flow system, open blast. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's raw, raw tonnage. Oh yeah, and that kale soup just looks like vom too. It's better than a clam chowder. They're both pretty bad, but yeah. So they they got real hard on us cooling those. We should we have had- blended the clam chowder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, just made it into a gray gruel. <laughs> Fart out of your mouth. <laughs> It's out of my nose, but yeah. You're giving the boy meat, my meat. <laughs> keep him on a simple diet of gruel. Rays of spirit unbecoming in the boy. Less colors in the food. <laughs> I wanted to talk about something that we talked about in the last episode that I thought needed to make it, even if we already talked about it, and that is our boy Wiz. What about him? You know. The oh. story. The Wiz story. The Wiz story. So anyway, shout out to Wiz. Shout Hi, out to Wiz. Wiz is... You think Wiz listens to this podcast? If he doesn't, he better, you know, start. Yeah, for real. Wiz. Anyway, Wiz is the greatest. He's so much fun, and we used to hang out a lot. And I remember one time he came over uh, when Tube and I lived together. I don't know if we talked about it at the end of the, on this pod, but yeah, Tube and I lived together for like five years. But mm-hmm. Wiz came over with his brother, Bug, and we were chilling. And I think we were either about to go to the bar or, like, came from the bar or we were doing that type of stuff. And uh, we were hanging out. And uh, you were in one of your uh, all right, cornbread all right. phases. Yeah. It's called my life. <laughs> where, yeah, I guess you, your cornbread phase. I ate a piece of cornbread on the way here. Two wait, legs. Wait, 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 wait. Slow, that, slow that down. You ate a piece of cornbread on the way here? Yeah. Dude, this that guy likes made? cornbread. Yeah. What did you think about the establishment's cornbread? I like cornbread. I think more people should eat more cornbread. You know, it was decent. I like, you know, it just is a nice touch. You know, like, are you uh, aware that it's cake? <laughs> are you aware that cornbread is just cake? Do you think Who it is? fucking cares? Do you think it's cake? Yeah. I mean, it depends. Cornbread's cake, like, bro. I don't know. No, because I, I make, so. no, like, I make a savory and a sweet. I think it's, I think it's more of like a biscuit. I'm pretty sure I was once told by a it's wise person. Who? Paula Dean. <laughs> Close. But they told me. That it's cake. That new, no, no. Cornbread's <laughs> cake. Okay. So anyway, you were on a cornbread kick, which you are still currently yeah, on. Yeah. Yes. Apparently this man has it's a love a fi- affair It's a five year kick. How long has this kick been going? I'm in it. I don't know. Uh, how long have you been alive? How long uh, since your teeth came in? (laughs) 
So actually, weird when was story. the OJ trial? <laughs> yeah, I think the first loaf that I made was I was like, this chase is going to last a while. <laughs> like, I like that baking. Paula Barbie Harry. I'm going to make her some <laughs> cornbread and send it to her. Yeah. Oh, man, I wish I had old episodes of fucking. Uh, what was that show? Like, it was like cops combined with Inside Edition. Uh, hard copy. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> so good. Oh, that sounds like a great. They were like the people that covered like the OJ thing. Like yeah. they were the people who invented like the the chase scene on the fucking news. I oh, mean, my Blanca. favorite thing growing up to watch was to catch predator. That was like the sickest. You were like, one day, <laughs> <laughs> one day I'll be a star. Okay, uh, that was a little rude, but uh, <laughs> you walked right into it. But I used to watch it with my parents all the time, and it was just like, you see, like this is. I can't trust people. See, I'm a little bit younger. I used to watch Dateline. Oh, yeah. That'll fuck you up. But that's not like specific. Then they're trying to like catch somebody. Was that <laughs> one dude's name that has the sick voice that's just like Stone Phillips? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, all right. Man. All right. So, Wiz is at your guy's house. Oh, yeah. And I'm on a You're baking cornbread. Oh, yeah. So we're chilling. And then, like, uh, we were getting like super stoned or something. And then Tuba just comes around the corner from the kitchen. And he's like, yo, you guys want some cornbread? And he goes to offer a piece of cornbread to Wiz. And I, I literally broke it with my hands. Like it, it wasn't dude, enough to go around, so I had to you yeah, talk about, it. Yeah. You want to talk about eyes like Bambi. Like Wiz looked up at Tuba with this look of just like like he was like a dirty street urchin that had just been given like f- food scraps or on like, the street. Yeah, yeah. Like he a was sheltered just like, dog that's he was being just like, adopted. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, for me? And you were like, yeah, do you want a piece of cornbread? And he was just like, oh, my God. And he took this piece of cornbread and he ate it. And he was just like, yo, Tuba, man, just broke bread with me, dog. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, yo, forever my dog, Tuba Steve. He used to love calling you Tuba Steve. He literally. He was fucking moved. I can't like. It, it's a, like it sounds he, amazing. It kept going for like twenty minutes. About it was just breaking like, bread. Like we were just like moved on to other topics. And literally, and then breaking you, bread. He would look over at Wiz, and he would just be like sitting on the couch, like you know, like looking at stuff, like shit, man. <laughs> like you know, like thinking about <laughs> tears. Just like, just yeah, like you what's up, dude? Background. He's just like you're like, what's up, Wiz? He's just like. Fucking man broke bread with me, dogs. Like the corners of my mind. It was fucking beautiful <sighs> moments. So Shout out to cornbread memories. Of the way we were. Oh, that's great, Mike technique. Thanks. We got to get Wiz on here. Shout out, Babs. We really do. <laughs> Shout out, Babs. Yo, what up, Yentl? <laughs> So back to my first question of the pod. Who is the dumbest motherfucker that worked there? All right. It's got to be what was Titsman, the, There right? was this one. It's got to be. T- it's Titsman, Dirty Charlie, there or was Rusty. This, well, there was this one girl that worked there. I don't remember her name. She didn't last long. But she's the one I remember, like, nodding out while, like, cutting something while prepping. I... We've all and, been there. there was, <laughs> no, 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 not personally, but seeing it happen. There was someone named Little Hand who I watched pass, like, nod out Wait. with the sprayer. And his name was Little, little Hand. Yeah. Were, were they little? They were little and wasn't, wasn't, there, wasn't there also, like, a dishwasher there that had a nickname? 
Um, it was one many. I didn't. It was one I didn't. Bare hands. <laughs> I fucking love yeah, that. That yes, was great. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. young Tom. Bear. I didn't. I didn't work there for that kid, but I heard that nickname and I was like, his nickname's yeah. Bare Hands. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, because he just he didn't wear gloves him. for something once. <laughs> no, someone. No, someone asked him to do something, and he was like, "With my bare hands," and they were like, "Nickname." They're like, "That's your fucking nickname, Bare Wait, Hands." Really? That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that checks <laughs> he out. He was like, "With my bare hard. hands." Bare like, hands. All right, bare hands. That's it. That's you. Fucking bare hands. It was great, though. Sleeves. Sleeves was a good. Oh, sleeves. <laughs> sleeves is sick. Because oh, he man. wore those Russell Westbrook, like. Yeah, but he only wore one. To, yeah, to that's want, the swaggiest way to do it. No, it's to be like, like the you swing know there are track marks under there. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, do, you, do you guys remember back when, like, uh, this was like some of my favorite shit to happen? Well, one, because I didn't have to go do it, but when we would work in prep, and we'd be with like Jay and Chris on like a weekend and the dish pit is just getting slaughtered. Cause you know, sometimes you would just go through a time of just having terrible dishwashers. And like, you know, sometimes you might have to be the one to go bail. That the dish dishwasher pit out. was also just like a slightly warm, like spray bottle. Yeah. Like that shit didn't do shit. Yeah, that dishwasher was trash. Like, that machine was the worst. I like, just don't want to put it all on, like, a shitty dishwasher. Like, yes, we had shitty dishwashers, but we also had Dishwasher shitty people, shitty dishwasher. dishwasher machine. Yeah. Anyway, when Jay would have to go over and bail out the dishwasher, he would be very angry. Because oh. <laughs> who, who the fuck wants to do that? And he would do this thing that he called breaching, which was <laughs> he would stand in the dish pit and like while he's doing dishes, yeah, there's like, like a half just wall. Like go like breach like a whale. And he yeah, go, and then I remember that he added like he grabbed a spray bottle, so then he would like go and, and like have a blowhole. Yeah, <laughs> Jay, was was I like that. Fucking shout out to Jay. He was the greatest. Oh man, we yeah, we're gotta we gotta get him on the pod too. I'm gonna have to we, reach out yeah. to Jay. Jerry told me he said he was living in Boston. Yeah, I think so. That's not close to here. Yeah, the Bean Town. Yes, the city of brotherly love. City of terrible street construction. The city by the bay. With somebody eating a bowl of cereal at work one time, and he was like, "Blackest motherfucker ever seen." And I was like, why? Dude, he used to encourage uh, his white friends to say the N-word. He'd be yeah, like, he'd that be was... Like, he'd be like, do it, man. I want you to do it. He'd be like, come on. He's a fucking unique individual. He's fucking nuts. And you know what was really funny about Wiz, too, is like, he was very, like, classic, like, Houston black dude look, you know? But sometimes, like, a song would come on the radio, and he'd be like, it would be like, like oh. I'm trying to think of what to, it would be like, like, like he said the Nirvana white, the, was his the, favorite yeah, band. Like it would be like the whitest shit ever. It'd be like an Alice yeah, in like song. Jim, or Jim like, Croce. Yeah, yeah. And he'd be like, yo, this is my shit dog. I'd be like, yo, no, he word. would, al- like, he would also like Gabriel. when something was like, obviously like, like, like stereotypically white, he'd be like, I know this. Like pointing <laughs> it out. Like it's if, as if someone like, was like questioning why he didn't. It'd be like, we'd be like working and you'd just hear like the, on the bayou and Wiz would be like, this is my shit, bro. Dude, I remember Schmitz being like, would be like, say something like, oh, well, sorry, you don't know Wiz because it's not like rap music. And Wiz would be like, what are you talking about, bro? Nirvana's my favorite band, bro. Nirvana's my favorite band. He would just say that shit all the time. Oh, man. He'd just like cop a defensive stance and be like, what are you talking about, bro? Nirvana's my favorite. I love that shit. Let's talk, about, let's talk about Aldo a little bit. Oh, oh my man. god! 
Because I Aldo was supposed to come on. He's coming on weeks ago. Yeah, no, he will. And then he got someone, the Rona. Someone got. I know. I think I don't know if he got the Rona, but he couldn't come. And now he hasn't texted me back. What are some of your favorite memories of working with Aldo? It's <laughs> <laughs> a loaded question. He, uh, I can't. It was his birthday. He came in with like a half drunk bottle of beer and like already several beers in, and was yeah. just like giving me shit. I was at work and he had the day off, and he was just there for some reason. <laughs> It's so was, obnoxious. I've done that. Just and came it's so troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just—I remember it was a glass Budweiser. It was like a twelve-ounce bottle, and he was just like giving me shit about something. And I had like my shift like ahead of me. It's like four o'clock. Were and you I'm waiting for, Yeah, I was expoing, waiting for like dinner to start. And I just like, was like staring at him, and I looked down at his hand, and I looked back at him, and I just slapped the glass bottle out of his hand, <laughs> and it broke on the ground. I go, "You clean it," and I walked back to the expo station. <laughs> Sick. Oh my god! Fucking got him. Yeah, dude. It was also funny when he quit too, because like he was. Wait, like, tell me about that, because I was not there for that. Yeah, I don't think I was there too. Well, he was working with Jimmy, I think, and like he showed up like in the bag, and Jimmy was like, "Leave, I don't need you." And he's like, "You're drunk," which is ironic. When Jimmy, yeah. when when Jimmy was sober though. Yeah, and yeah. he Aldo was like, "I could you. fucking work," or like you know whatever, and. Yeah. Um, or like one of them said, like, I don't need to work or like you can leave. And Aldo was like, fine. And then just like left. It was like five o'clock or something. And then I think, I don't know if he came back the next day, but like, I feel like I do remember this shit. I remember working shifts like this where like Jimmy went on a sending people home kick for a while and you'd be like, I fucking work the lab by myself. And then a couple of nights he would get like in the fucking weeds. Just slaughtered. Just crashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd be like, hey, maybe you should have sent that guy home. Like, I do. I do. I remember that. He would send JR home all the time. <laughs> well, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not working with JR anymore. Yeah. JR, was st- <laughs> I remember he set up next to me at one of the prep stations, which is meant to have two people. I was there. So there was an open what? station. And he set up next to me. He goes, no homo. What? Because you're standing next to me? What? <laughs> JR is like if the song Dragula was a person. <laughs> <laughs> he is rap game Hoobastank. He is human new metal. <laughs> he is, his biological father is do one you, of the founding members of Slipknot. <laughs> do you guys know what bro country is? Bro yes. country? Oh my uh, God. Uh, dude, we had that coworker at the Leaf that listened to it. Oh uh, man, yeah. Dude, so bro country. Wait, do you mean it's like. It's like country with trap beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the I know, worst. I know, com- it's I like the all. worst confluence of I any two all. things I've ever it's seen. It's like, let's take the thing you hate about hip hop. It's like the generic trap beat that's in every song. And let's take what you hate about country music, which is everything. Yeah, it's, just put it's them like, together. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't be dissing on country music. I'm not dissing on like country, you know country. I'm like, dissing on like Florida about, we're, Georgia we're line. About, we're talking about pop country. That yes, we don't exactly. Like. Yeah. Outlaw country fucking rules. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out, Lucinda Williams. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be like if you had like jazz vocals over. Uh, cut that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had an analogy, but I'm high. Yeah, it's okay. Let's get more high. Yeah, I'm getting higher, so. You're freaking toasting up here, We're like 40 minutes into this pod, and uh, uh, Connor McDavid's about to score 100 points in 56 games. He's an icing hockey player. He's the number one hockey player in the world. (laughs) He plays iced hockey. Besides like the cake boss? (laughs) It's hockey, which has been iced. Wow, Connor McDavid, that's crazy. How about Rodgers, though, dude? Where do you think he's going to go? I don't think he'll go anywhere, but. Jeopardy? Yeah, Jeopardy. He could. He could, dude. If Aaron Rodgers was the next host of Jeopardy, you already did like a couple of guest host episodes. What, what do you think about the, all that shit about him? 
And like his family and stuff. I think it's pretty it's fucking pretty crazy. Bi- it's pretty bizarre. Yeah. Like, there's Are not you enough familiar with this too, Yeah. He's basically like he just cut his per- whole family yeah, off or some shit. Yeah. I was going to say persona non grata, but like the reverse of that for a whole group of yeah. people. He's just like, I don't fucking associate with them anymore. Which yeah. is like. But like there's no, I feel like there's no information about why. Yeah, it's but like, it's like that's that's, I, that's kind of a good thing. I mean, no family should have their business like aired out in the public like that. But like, yeah, but I was, I want to know. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I fucking want to know too. You know, like, you should I try just, to get on Jeopardy. You're like, hey, I have a question for you. <laughs> yeah, what is your family situation? <laughs> <laughs> who cut who off, Mister Rogers? Wow, he is Mister Rogers. Mister Rogers, significantly different person. Nice sweater. Tuba, so what's the worst meal you ever had to serve? Two bowls of oatmeal. One of them had eight poached eggs. The other had six poached eggs. Wait, what? <laughs> so yeah. two bowls of oatmeal yep. with did 14 get, poached eggs. Yep. Did they get Any, like, anything else? Did they, nope. Like, Salt, they got, pepper. I mean, I wasn't at the table. Like, I only put it out. Dude, and the thing is, it's like... If you were to like try to come in and troll the kitchen with the order, because I always used to say like, I used to say like, oh, when I quit, I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna come in for breakfast, I'm gonna get a surfer style sub, everything like sub cinnamon roll, sub this, sub that. But the worst thing you can get if you want to piss off the expo and the line cooks both immediately, order two bowls of oatmeal and fourteen poached eggs, and hear three people all of a sudden just go. It's like the combination of like the thing you least want to cook and the thing that's the dumbest fucking thing to get while you like when you go out to yeah, eat. It's like yeah. getting a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Or like like eating a banana, you know. It's like get something you can't get at home. Yeah, getting oatmeal at a restaurant is like I ridiculous. Do love oatmeal, and like there was like a couple it's line good. cooks like who would just like right you know, some people would make the effort to make oatmeal look okay. Like it looks like shit anyways, but like it's really easy for it to look like shit. But well, like yeah, on top just, of like you know putting that order in, like it, gruel. I think I remember I had to put like a paper towel, like you know, in the rim to like soak up the excess water because oh, you just you didn't make it right, honey. I didn't make the shit. I was expoing. You didn't make the oatmeal. Oh yeah, that's right. I used to make. The, no, I used to no. think the expo had the to make expo, the oatmeal. No. I, I, I mean, the there was that one yeah, time the expo, I made, expo made the oatmeal. I never made the oatmeal. Wow. Wait, what the fuck is this? Pampered lifestyle you led. Jeez, yeah, bro. I, th- I, I, I always remember. Made, I always made the oatmeal. No, the oatmeal. Was... I would do it occasionally to like help out, but wait, I was like... it? I, I honestly, can't I, know, was yeah, a, I don't no. know. Now it I'm was tripping. a line thing. I feel like I used to make the oatmeal though. No, you know what? It Maybe was not. a line thing. The line would start it, and the expo would have to go over with the bowl and put it in the bowl. Sometimes, yeah, because yeah, you would just ridiculous. finish. And they well, because no, you had to do the as the expo. You had to do all the fruit. Yeah, the brown sugar. It's like end of list, but like I just I'm, I'm, poached getting, eggs. I'm getting hungry, guys. We're running out of grapes here. This is, we're gonna need somebody to settle this. There's only three left. Cut the grape in half. He's not the real mother. <laughs> Thanks, King what, Solomon. What do you? What do you, you know? What we haven't talked about on this pod yet is Jesus. And yes. we will not. And we will not be talking about Jesus. Right. Um, and your guys' opinion, as from a customer standpoint, what do you think the grossest thing on the menu was? Oh, that's tough. Because so I have a buddy that recently went there and he got he was like, it was so fucking good, bro. But I always thought the Luna Burger was just like, yeah, so the Luna Luna Burger, I was the first two burgers, the two grossest burgers were the Luna and the Baba, but they both could be dank if you get a good one. Like I got a Luna kind of hit. 
I got a Luna burger it as a customer bad. before I started, but it was and it was good. good. Like I got it and I enjoyed it. Like it wasn't it was like just, what was it? Just like dude, it was that, salmon, salmon mixed with the pistachio pesto yeah. made into a pasta. It sounds those, good. Any of those breakfasts that had like that mayo. fake diet cheese on it, like that shit made me gag. I was like, oh, the uh, vegan tofu yeah. scramble. Yeah, I was like, yeah. just don't get cheese. Yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> vegan cheese is. Pointless. This is a fucking hate crime. Like, it's, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it's what really annoys Soy me. Soy cheese is terrible. It's like I got no problems with veganism, and I. You know, it's cool. I like to eat meat, whatever. Cool is a strong word. I hate like buying. I think I hate buying shit that like they mask as something else. Like vegan pulled pork. It's like don't call it pulled pork. Just call it fucking vegan pulled jackfruit or whatever the fuck you're eating. The vegan sausage. You don't have to say the word pork because you're not eating pork. You know what I mean? The vegan sausage we would get that was like the main ingredient. In the vegan sauces, like we would add shit to it well, to make it was like barbecue barbe- sauce. The main ingredient was this store bought vegan sausage that the brand name was Gimme Lean, which was a pun on Jimmy <laughs> Dean. I kind of like that. <laughs> it took me I'm a long time to food. realize it was a pun on Jimmy Dean. I was like, <laughs> for the audience who's looking away right now. Thank you. Looking amazed. Some great visual bits we've done this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about another uh, one right there? Two, <laughs> a lot of pauses. <laughs> Tuba, what is the most fucked up you've seen someone at work? I mean, not not on heroin. It's pretty fucked up. But like, I've seen people like, like really wired on coke, which is like not awful because like usually they're it. in it. Yeah, where like, are they in the expo station? No, buying cooks. <laughs> oh no, I mean they were in the bathroom doing coke and then like at oh, the tables. But yeah, gotcha. No, not in the expo station, but um, like a couple like drunken players are always like like the hardest like to handle. But like because like you know if you're doped up, you're like moving slow as fuck. And but, it's like, sad. It is. It's, it's really sad. terrible. Yeah, when you see no, people doped like, up. It's sad when you yeah. see people coked up. It's kind of weird and uncomfortable. Where you're just like, is this person fucked up? And it's like, well, like, there's also gonna- there's also like I mean not to incriminate anyone, but like. There were definitely times that I'd be in the kitchen and like everyone's fucked up yeah. and it's not weird. If and it, then there's times where like one or two dudes are fucked up and it's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like drunk, drunk employees in the kitchen would always be like fun for a time. Like I would remember it's yeah. like, oh, such and such came in drunk today and they're being hilarious. And then they start to feel shitty and get the yeah, shakes, and then, and then it's like they're sad. miserable, and then it's just like awful. Like it would always just be fun for a little bit, and then not so much. Yeah, but dude, uh, service industry can be tough, man. Well, it was dude, like no, was like, all these people are freeloading off the government's money and don't want to work for ten dollars an hour. Yeah, man. Hey, you can't, that, that was the guy at the dispensary that was online. That's what oh, he looked like. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck him right in his clown ass. Yeah, dude. I bet he paints it with clown yeah, makeup. Yeah, puts a big red ring right around it. Yeah. White paint on the cheeks. Yeah, hit me right in the dirt button. People <laughs> shoot darts at it. Dirt button. Yeah, what about that dart team, bro? Ding. Dude, the dart team, we were savage. Speaking of Aldo, I remember one night, I wasn't 21 yet, so I couldn't be on the dart team, but I would come hang out I'm with you guys. I'm pretty sure you weren't invited either, but... No, I I would come over to Aldo's house and you guys would be throwing darts. And one time I was with like little Jake too. And one time I threw a dart and just hit the lamp. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just 
hit the lamp and it just shattered <laughs> everywhere. And Aldo freaks out and I'm just like, dude, I mean, I'm sorry, but at the same time, like, why is there a lamp 15 inches from the dartboard? Yeah. Like, 15 inches is pretty embarrassing for you, but still, yeah. <laughs> dude, Aldo, dude, that house, some fucking shit went down there. We got to get into shred. it. We got to get into it with Aldo when he's on here. Fucking no bruises. Dude, no bruises. We're going to save that for when Aldo's out here. Tell the no Dude, bruises. What was that? I re- that rings a bell. There was, that a, was, there was a fight. Him and JR. And you. Were you not involved no, in the fight? I was there, but like the fight was between them two, and I was like breaking it up. Like JR was being like, I'm a tough guy, and Aldo was being like, uh, I'm a tough guy. I'm drunk. I'm not going to like back down. And it was like over the stupidest shit. I think like. It was over like a sweatshirt or something like that. <laughs> something ridiculous. And then like uh I was like breaking it up, like, you know, between them, like keeping up from each other. And then at one point JR just like went at like they went at each other or something. And it was like, you know, super pathetic. Like I don't even think like one punch was landed. It was like maybe a tackle or a body slam. It was like that hug from Step Brothers. I was just gonna yeah, say it, it was, was like it was an aggressive hug. Yeah. It was definitely like an aggressive hug. And then uh we were joking about it for months after that, and uh, Jr. wound up with like a bruise by like his ass or like love handle <laughs> from like uh, being pushed up against like JR's you know like a railing or a banister. Or yeah, to be JR's made out with. But like <laughs> Aldo, who got like the shit body slammed out of him and had Jr. on top of JR's him, JR's a about much larger like, human than yeah, Aldo. Jr. body slammed him to the fucking <laughs> ground, got on top of him, and was about to like ground and pound him like Brock Lesnar, and then like. <laughs> I like ran over to pull him off, but he also like stopped himself like, mm. and then like the next day, Aldo was like, fucking totally won that fight, bro. Kids got bruises. I got no bruises, bro. <laughs> bruises, no bruises. Fucking evidence. And then, you know, DJ Al just fucking took it with that one. I remember. He said, no bruises. Dude, we would just say no, bru- no bruises was like. That was, that was some big. That was a big. Uh, big terminology. Cap- really captured the zeitgeist. Yeah, for sure. I really like to play my two favorite movies with Aldo. He was good at it. Some people just didn't get it. You know, he'd be like, my two favorite movies are Bambi and A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yes, we would do that. Try to get that the was most fun opposite game. movies you can think of. Interesting. <laughs> I forgot about that. Aldo game. was obsessed with Independence Day. Oh, yeah. And, and, and 311. My favorite movies are Toy Story and Schindler's what? List. <laughs> <laughs> See, he gets it. Yeah. It's great, fucking great game. I'm checked out. Do, do I have to go now and say two movies? What is it? What do I say? My two. Do, do you not understand the game yet? I'm supposed to make two opposite movies. I can't beat Schindler's List. And well, yeah, it's it's a good go to. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should call it. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? That's it for another episode. Of Rags to Dishes podcast. Yes. I'm your host, Max Messier Richter. I'm Dan Cotter. And I'm Tim. This is what's behind the scenes. Cook it in the kitchen. That make money when we eat all. Rags to Dishes. Stories from the kitchen. Kitchen rolls.